Hallelujah. What a day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I hope you were able to feel the presence of the Lord today in worship. I hope that your, the presence of the Lord just filled your room or wherever you are today because His presence is what we yearn for. His presence is so beautiful. It gives so much peace. You know, and when we worship the Lord, we're making declarations to His goodness and His mercy. God bless you. We are thankful that you joined us today as we uh, also allow you to worship the Lord in your giving today. We thank you for your faithfulness in giving into this ministry and this work. Thank you for your tithe and your offering. You know, a tithe is a tenth of your gross income. We thank you for all those that continue to be faithful in your tithing, faithful in your uh, giving towards uh, the offering and also even the building fund and that we're planning to move forward uh, here to get us a place so that we can come back and meet and also uh, uh, be in fellowship with each other in person. You know, let me pray for the offering right now so we can go into the Word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the offering and the tithe. We thank you for all uh, right now uh, for all that you have provided so that we can give. And today we give with a cheerful heart. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've given us. Thank you for giving us the ability to create wealth. Thank you for allowing us the ability to give as we worship you in giving. We ask that you would multiply this offering and use it for your work. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. And you could follow the information on the screen to give. We are thankful for your faithfulness. As we enter into the uh, this time of the Word of God, you know, last couple of weeks I've been speaking on uh, two weeks ago about turn your eyes uh, to Jesus, lift up your eyes and see Jesus only. Last week I spoke about higher things out of the book of Colossians 3 and this week the Lord still has me in Colossians and uh, the Apostle Paul. I mean I can't get away from it. I've been studying it. So let's look at the book of Colossians today in verse 3 or chapter 3 verse 12 through 14. Here, uh, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. And here's our key verse. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, for your word is eternal. Lord, let your word leap off the pages and into our heart. Let it become rhema to us. Let it become relevatory to us. Lord, anoint our ears that we may hear what you're about to say, our mind that we may understand, our hearts that we may receive. Lord, we take authority over the sky above, the ground we stand on, and the atmosphere that surrounds us. Lord, we bind up everything that's not of you, and we loose right now freedom. We loose liberty. We loose joy and mercy and peace that comes in your name. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Here, the Apostle Paul was speaking or writing a letter to the Colossians. There's a lot of things going on um, with them. You know, during this time, there's a lot of turmoil within the church. There's a lot of uh, disinformation. People are uh, having a hard time knowing what's true and what's not, what is the, uh, how to live a Christian life. And here, the Apostle Paul tells us, he says, therefore, as the elect of God, you know that God chose us right? He chose us to live in this time. He chose us to live in this time of history. He chose us to be his son and his daughters. And he says that we are holy and we are beloved. And so we should put on mercies and kindness and humility and and, and, and meekness and long suffering and that we should also forgive. But he says, Paul says, all those things are great, but there is one thing that supersedes them all. And he says it in verse 14. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. See, you, what he was saying is, you know, all of us, have, have any one of us here, we, you wake up this morning, did you say, man, I hope I, I mess up all day? No, all of us are striving to do the right thing. All of us are striving to be, uh, be better. You know, some people uh, go to the extreme. You know, we're trying to be perfectionists uh, in a way. But he says that you can have mercy, you can have kindness, you can have humility, you can have meekness, and you can have suffering you can even uh, forgive but uh, even above all those things the one thing that binds them all together like a big rope it's love when you can love you will be kind when you can love you can be meek and when you can love you can show humility and you can suffer and you are able to forgive other people he said you know and the apostle paul says put on love wait a minute you say pastor how do we put it on? Sounds like you could just put on like this jacket. I could just put it on. Well, how do you do it in our mind or in the spiritual realm? How do you put on love? I want to tell you how you put on love. It's a choice. See, putting on love is a choice. You know that love, true love, has nothing to really do with emotions. It has to do with a choice. You make a mental choice to love someone. You make a mental choice to love them when they're being ugly to you. You make a, a, a pointed choice to love them when you disagree with them. You make a pointed choice. You make a choice to love someone even though they upset you. See, that's a choice. When you, we put on love, we make a choice. When he says, above all, put on love for this is the bond of perfection. If you could put it on, can you take it off? Sure we can. We can definitely be unloving. I know I can definitely, if I'm not careful, I can be unloving towards people, you know, uh, especially people I disagree with. See, that's when we have to even make it more of a choice to love others. We all can be unloving, can't we? We all can take off love and, uh, and, and not show that love to people. But he says that, you know, I, I notice people say, well, how can you be kind and not love? Well, you see people being kind doesn't necessarily mean they love someone. I, I've, I travel or you've seen people, you know, uh, that are homeless on the street and somebody rolls down the window in their car and they give them a few dollars for food. They're being kind. It doesn't necessarily mean they love that person. 
They're just showing kindness. Uh, you know what? Uh, they can be even, you can show long suffering. Doesn't mean you love, but he says that to have a bond of perfection, to make it all perfect, put on love. Make it a choice. That out of the love I have for you, I will humble myself. Out of the love I have for you, I will show kindness. Out of the love I have for you, I will show mercy. Out of the love I have for you, I will suffer long, even though I might not agree. Out of the love I have for you, I forgive. You know, look at Jesus when he was hanging on the cross. You know, he looks down at the people that falsely accused him, the people that punished him through whippings, the people that nailed him to the cross, the one that plucked his beard, punched him, spit on him, put a crown of thorns on his head. He looked down and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. See, he did that out of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Brothers and sisters, love is not really an emotional thing, even though that is the result of love. It can be, but true love is really a choice. I choose or we choose to love. We choose to love even when we're in disagreement. We choose to love. Brother and sisters, that is the highest thing that we have to get. How do we get a bond of perfection? If you can do all these things and not have love, you know, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, he says, uh, you are just a clanging symbol. Um, you just make noise. But he says that you can prophesy and have not love. You're nothing. You're nothing without love. And so, brothers and sisters, the, the rope that binds our life together to make us perfect, to, for us to strive to be better, is love. If you could do anything, love unconditionally. It's a choice. And you know what else? It's good for our walk. After the choice, you have to choose also. Here the Apostle Paul says, when we are bond of perfection, we also have to choose to love and, or to forgive, I mean. You have to choose to forgive people because, see, forgiveness has nothing to do with other people. It is to do with us. Why? Because we want to be in right standing with God. He says that if we don't forgive, the Bible says this, if we don't forgive others, how can the Father above forgive us? And so if we want to be perfected, you know, in another translation, put on love, right? Uh, it is the bond of per, uh, perfecting, or it's, it's the bond of perfectness. Um, it means that to, for us to be perfected, we must choose to love, then we must also forgive because forgive then gives us right standing with the Father that when we pray, He hears us and helps us. See, that's, that's a better way of living because forgiveness releases us from a whole lot of emotional turmoil. You know, I, I've met people that have been hurt and they hold on to grudges. They're like, you know what? They did me wrong. I'm never forgive them. You know, they're, they're, they'll think about all this stuff that will do to them if they have the advantage. But the Bible says that blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. See, when we show mercy, we show forgiveness that, you know, there's there's people that are like that, that they've been wrong. They go to the grave with 
the, the, the hurt and the pain. But brother and sister, I've seen people that have been abused uh, uh, physically and sexually and they choose to forgive and you see their life just blossom. They forgive their uh, uh, accuser. They uh, forgive their abusers. They forgive those that uh, have wronged them and God just begins to open door. Their life is in freedom because when you forgive, you actually receive power back to yourself. See, you receive the righteous standing with God and when your prayers. So, brother, sister, I want to tell you how we could put on love, the bond of perfection. We have to choose to love. We have to choose. It's a choice. Say, I choose to love right now. Maybe you're angry with somebody <laughs> right now. Just say, I choose to love them. I choose to love my family. I choose to love my children. I choose to love my father, my mother that I'm upset with. I love them. When you make that choice, then in your heart, you can say, God, I forgive them. See, when you do that, then the peace of God will come. See, the peace of God will come into your life. And when you have the peace of God, then you can rest. You live in better health because the Bible says that the peace of God surpasses all understanding. And, you know, even Jesus says, peace I give to you. Not of this world, but the peace that I give because Jesus has overcome. You know, right now, there could be a lot of turmoil in your life. But you know what? When you choose to love, when you choose to forgive, then the peace of God comes into your life. You can have rest. You're not so worried. Be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with prayer, make your request known unto God. See, we're, we're so amped up so much. You know, we're, we're so amped up, and sometimes that makes us anxious, and we don't have the peace. But the Bible says it, be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with prayer. Bring it before the Lord. I, I, be honest with you, I have to pray just like you do. There's days when I'm anxious. Lord, what are you doing? Where are we moving to? What am I supposed to do with the church? What are the next location you have for us? Help us today, God. You know, give us strength. And, you know, I'm just like, ah. Uh. But then I said, Lord, if you're leading me, then guide me. Help me, Lord. You know, so we got to come and ask God for some peace. And lastly, I want to leave you with this. You have to get into the Word of God. See, the Word of God is eternal. It says this, heaven and earth may pass away, but my Word is forever. So think about that for a moment. If God's Word is forever, then shouldn't we be getting to meditate on His Word? Shouldn't you and I be looking through the Word of God and begin to see the things that He can teach us out of this beautiful Word? You know that? And, you know, the, and find a scripture. I would encourage you to dig into the scripture because this is the bread of life. You know, in John 1, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who is the Word? It's Jesus. You're reading Jesus. When you are reading the Word of God, this helps you to realize that God is so true, and it gives you a roadmap. It gives you security. The more you are full of God's Word, the less you will be worried. The less you will have hate in your heart or hold grudges. The less you will be insecure. The less you would fear. The more you have the Word of God, 
did it give you direction? You know what the Word of God says in Psalms 119? It says, your Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Lord, with your Word, I know where I'm standing. And with your Word that I can walk, you guide me. And so guess what? I won't stumble because I have your Word. Amen. Hey, this book has changed billions and billions of people's lives. Brothers and sisters, you and I need to get into Word. See, you and I need to get into Word and begin to obey. You know what the Bible says? It says this in um, 1 John 4, 7, and 8 about God. Because I want to get back to this idea of putting on love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And so when we have love, we have God. And guess what? God is peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Peace. And so when we have love, we have God in us and begins to help us with peace. And you know what else it says this? In uh, John 13, 35, it says, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. You know what? We must have love. And love is the key. And we, in Romans 13, 8, I love this. In Romans 13, 8, it says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. See, it says that owe no one anything but love. You know, we're not supposed to owe any person anything that means you know the only thing I owe you is love wow that's pretty strong that that we owe each other a debt of love that I owe you love I got to show you love I got to show you the love of God the bond the rope that puts it all together if you can't do anything but love other people you have fulfilled the second greatest commandment. You know, because in, in Matthew, you know, it says this, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. That is the first and greatest commandment. And secondly, to love your neighbor as yourself. See, you, when you choose to love someone, then you will be able to forgive them. When you choose to love someone, then you're able to release the go of the offense you know, there's, all of us have been hurt by someone else, right? I mean, true in our family, maybe a co-worker, we all. But when we choose to love as Christ loves and say, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do, we begin to gain our power and our freedom back. We begin to get all of the things come back. You know that the Bible says that cheer a merry heart does good like medicine. I mean, a cheerful heart, a cheerful, it does good like medicine. That means when we are able to live a life of peace and joy in the Lord, it is like a medicine for our bodies. So I encourage you today, you know, to choose to love, which is the bond of perfection, it holds our life together. Choose and then begin to forgive so that you and I can receive the peace of God and then get into his word. You want to have the bond of perfection? Love. And then he goes on and talks about 
forgiveness. He goes on and talks about the peace of God. And then the, he goes on and talks about the word of God, that the word of God should inspire us, right? Should inspire us to live a life obedient to Christ. You know, I don't know where you are today. And I know this sermon might be very simple for you, and I'm happy to do it. You know, I can get deep, but I want to just encourage you today that get into the bond of perfect, perf perfection. Allow God to perfect you. Allow God to make you more like him. And the only way you and I can do that is be bound up by love. Be bound up by the ropes of love. Be bound up in that and so that you and I can walk in forgiveness of the hurt and pain. That you and I can walk in the peace of God that pass it all understanding. That you and I can meditate on his word and he begins to give us a guide and a map to how we should live. You know, I encourage you today to ask the Lord, Lord, help me to put on the bond of love. Help me to put on love today. Help me, God, so that you can perfect me more like you. Wherever you are today, I encourage you to live this week. You know what? Put on love. If you've been wrong, learn to forgive. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord for the peace that come into your heart and then get into his word. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I pray for those that are listening. Lord, may them, may you bless them. Help them, Lord, to put on love so that you can bind them so that you can perfect them and we can be more like you. Heavenly Father, for those that may be struggling with unforgiveness, Lord, we ask that you would help them to let go of the hurt and the pain and the offense. Lord, that your peace would walk into their life. Lord, for those that may be struggling to get into your word, help them to hunger and thirst after your word. Lord, even if they read scriptures, one scripture a day, Lord, bless them. Help them. Let your word become uh, uh, revelatory to them. Let them hunger and thirst after your word. Lord, bless them today. Lord, I pray, God, that you would give them peace. Watch over them. In the name of Jesus, amen. You know, today, as we, um, as we end this service, this is the first week of the month, and so we always have communion together. Uh, via Zoom. So I, I pray that you join us via Zoom right after this uh, service ends, that you can jump on Zoom, log into that. There's information there you can log in and join us. All you have to do is get uh, uh, two elements, uh, a piece of bread or uh, a cracker uh, and, and some juice and we'll pray and we'll take communion together uh, as a church family. Please join me uh, afterwards for communion via Zoom. God bless you. Have a great week. May the Lord be with you. May his face shine upon you. May his peace be with you today. God bless you. We love you.